0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI 15. Today is Tuesday, September 15th, 2020, and this is day 932 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. Thank you, Father, for being our sovereign God. There is none like you, you control everything. There is nothing that goes on that you know nothing about. You created everything. Lord, I thank you for creating creating us in your image and giving us your breath of life. And Lord, thank you for reconciling us back unto yourself through your precious son, Jesus Christ, who died so that we may have life and have it more abundantly and then have it with eternity have for eternity with you thank you so much my lord for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and and blessing those who may be in financial need i ask lord that you also comfort those who are going through great loss right now through all the fires and those who have lost so many loved ones through the plague that is going on right now help us father to do and see and hear what you would have us to do and have us to see, and have us to hear. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is time to settle your past. Time to settle your past you know how it will creep up on us sometimes. We're to let the past go, but then there's sometimes things that we need to do to make amends for what we've done in the past. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're talking about Jacob. Mm -hmm. We're coming out of Genesis chapter 32 verses 1 through 33. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Let me let me move things over a little bit. Yeah, I love this about Jacob and how he, it he's like any of us, you know, and what he went through. So uh, uh, Genesis thirty-two, starting in verse one, it says. Well, prior to this, let me let me uh, just state this: that um, Jacob uh, had been living with his uncle Laban for um, a good twenty years, and now he was departing from him and moving on. And uh, chapter 31, verse 55 says, um, let me go up to verse 54. Uh, and it says, so Jacob took an oath in the, name, uh, in the name of the fear of his father Isaac. He offered a sacrifice there in the hill country and invited his relatives to a meal. After they had eaten, they spent the night there. Early the next morning, Laban kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed them. Then he left and returned home. So Jacob was leaving uh, Uncle Laban's household, and he had a great entourage with him. So now we'll go to 32 uh, verse 1. It says, Jacob also went on his way, and the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, This is the camp of God. So he named that place Mahanaim. Uh, Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. He instructed them, this is what you are to say to my Lord Esau. You notice he's saying to my Lord. He was showing humility and he and his brother Esau had a great conflict. We'll learn more about that. He says, uh, my, say, say to my Lord Esau, Your servant, Jacob says, I have been staying with Laban and have remained there till now. I have cattle and donkeys, sheeps and goats, male and female servants. Now I'm sending this message to you, to my Lord, that, that I may find favor in your eyes. When the messengers returned to Jacob, they said, We went to your brother Esau, and now he is coming to meet you. And 400 men are with him. Uh-oh. Let me just say this. When they were teens, Esau threatened to, made a vow to kill Jacob because of what had happened in the past. Verse 7. In great fear and distress, Jacob divided the people who were with him into two groups and the flocks and herds and camels as well. He thought if Esau comes and attacks one group, the group that is left may escape. Then Jacob prayed, "O oh God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, Lord, you who said to me, go back to your country and your relatives and I will make you prosper. He's repeating God's words back to him. Notice that? I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. I had only my staff when I crossed this Jordan, but now I have become two camps. Save me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I am afraid he will come and attack me, and also the mothers with their children. But you have said, I will surely make you prosper. And will make your descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. He spent the night there, and from from what he had with him, he selected a gift for his brother Esau. 200 female goats, 20 male goats, 200 ewes, and 20 rams, 30 female camels with their young 40 cows, 10 bulls, and 20 female donkeys, and 10 male donkeys. He put them in the care of his servants, each herd by itself and said to his servants, go ahead of me and keep some space between the herds. So he sent that as a gift. You see, Jacob had become very wealthy. And it sounds like Esau had become wealthy as well. Verse 13, he spent the night there and from Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go down to verse 17. He instructed the one in the lead. When my brother Esau meets you and asks, Who do you belong to? And where are you going? And who owns all these animals in front of you? Then you are to say, They belong to your servant, Jacob. They are a gift sent to my lord, Esau. And he is coming behind us. He also instructed the second... And third, and all the others who followed the herds. You are to say the same thing to Esau when you meet him. And be sure to say, Your servant Jacob is coming behind us. For he thought, I will pacify him with these gifts I am sending on ahead. Later when I see him, perhaps he will receive me. So Jacob's gifts went on ahead of him. But he himself spent the night in the camp. So Jacob had a strategic plan. He had intervals of gifts going ahead of him. You know how we do. We come up with a backup plan to the backup plan to the backup plan, right? (laughs) I know that was always my MO. Uh, And you notice though, he did pray to God first, but he still came up with a plan. And listen, nothing wrong with coming up with a plan. The Bible says, make your plans and then present them to God. That's how we do that. <laughs> so he's still reasoning things from the flesh. Verse 22. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his, ele- his 11 sons, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left. Uh, Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wretched. As he wrestled with the man, then the man said, "Let me go, for it is daybreak. He wrestled with him all night." But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel saying, it is because I was I saw God face to face and yet my life was spared. Now uh, this is my perspective. Now his life has changed because he saw God, the proof um. You know is in uh is in this uh piece here where he you know uh, wrestled uh with god uh the proof I'm sorry too is in his limp that he saw God, and he received a new name. I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute um so he said uh verse thirty one the sun rolls above him as he paced Peniel and he was limping because of his hip therefore to this day the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon and then later he faced his brother and they were walking towards each other and Jacob now known as Israel He had a new walk, he had a new name, he had a new belief in who he was in God, which changed everything, his whole mindset. And as he approached his brother, not knowing what his brother would do, his brother hugged him and he hugged him. They embraced each other and kissed and they worked that situation out. What a blessing, right? You you must read on, and it, it's just so beautiful. Let me go to my points. Uh, point number one, most of us have done things in our past that we're not proud of. Things that we should we would rather not talk about or think about. But there's a day coming that we will have to deal with the harm that we've caused others. We can only run for so long. I think about the movie Denzel Washington was in. I think it was called Flight. And he was an alcoholic, and he was also a great pilot. And I remember in the movie, they were he was going to be let off of his charges. I mean, they had come up with a plan, his lawyer, and the the different people in, uh, in the high-ranking positions. And they had set it up. Uh, if he would just stay sober for a few hours to stand before the courts and the lawyer. And he said, finally, he said, I was drunk. I am an alcoholic. And he said, he was reminiscing in prison as he was sharing with the men. He said, I feel free now more than I've ever felt before. Even though I'm locked up here in prison, he was spiritually free. That's what that was. And so often, we're going through the motions and we are in bondage because we are hounded by our past. And here is why we're hounded by the past. Because we hurt someone. And when we've hurt someone, that's like hurting God because we're all made in God's image. And so you. when we talk about someone, we're talking about God if we're made in his image. You know, if someone talks about your child, they're talking about you because that child came from you. We all came from God. We're all the same. We talk about the different races, but really we're all the same as God. You know, and if we can see each other like that, we wouldn't talk about each other or put one another down because we are all like our father. The truth will make us free. That's what Jacob was dealing with after 20 years of running from his brother Esau because Jacob had so-called, all right, stolen his brother's birthright. Well, he sort of did. Esau gave it to him. For a bowl of stew. So he took it. He offered it. (laughs) Esau did. But here's the thing. Jacob also stole the blessing. With his mother's guidance. You see the birthright was nothing. Without the blessing from the father Isaac. After Esau found out that he stole the blessing. He vowed to kill Jacob. Uh, Their mother sent Jacob. To her uncle Laban's house where Jacob stayed for 20 years. Now it was time to be totally free. That meant going to his brother to make things right. Do you have a conflict you created from your past that you've not yet taken care of? Does it haunt you? Do you think about what you've done to that person or people and how they might feel because of what you've done? It's time to let it go by facing the person who ha- who you harmed and making things right. It may not have been a physical harm. It may have been a spiritual harm. It may have been with words. Our words hurt. You know, our words are powerful. Uh, they, uh, you know, they uh, speak life or death. <laughs> I mean, you can speak life with the tongue or death with the tongue. Amazing, right? Point number two. After settling things with his uncle Laban, Jacob knew that the next stop would be Esau. He was afraid. He was frantic. Those are normal emotions we will go through when we're trying to make amends for our wrong. Knowing that the person you hurt vowed to kill you <laughs> or to never speak to you again, it could be something like that, or they vowed they don't want to ever see you. I was talking to a, to a, um, potential to a client uh, that called us the other day at work. And she said, I don't want a mediation. I don't want to ever talk to that neighbor again. I don't want them to talk to me. I just want it to be that way. I don't, that's how I want to work it out. I don't want to speak to them and I don't want them to speak to me. And it could have been something like that, but, but it's been bothering you because you know that the reason they don't want to speak to you is because of something you did. Notice what Jacob did. He prayed to God. He humbled himself. Then he went back to trying to, um, to try to appease his brother with things. Then he had the ultimate encounter with God, resulting in a spiritual change, in a name change to even represent the new person that he was. You see, you have a new name now. We all have a new name written down in glory. And we don't know that new name yet, but we're going to know it. But we know that we have changed. And now we should walk in the newness that we're in. With that new walk, with Jacob, he had a limp. <laughs> and his outward change matched his inward change. Now he was truly free. How about you? Are you free? What about something you've done in the past and you need to go and deal with that? Something so beautiful happened at our church a year ago during my sister Joyce's wedding. A few things happened that day, I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. My dad came from North Carolina was one of the things and and it was like making amends for all the things from the past and him... I think it was a way to to set himself free by attending uh, one of his children's weddings that he had never attended a thing for us before. Uh, He pretty much disowned us all those years and uh, never attended our graduation, a wedding, a a birthday, anything. But he pressed his way in his old age of 80-something and barely walking and my my two sisters in North Carolina, Shana and Chandra, pressed their way with them and came, and my and uh, my brother-in-law and and, and uh, nephew and and all came, and, and it was a beautiful thing. That was one thing that happened, and 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 we were grateful uh, to see him and for that peace, you know. But there was something else too that happened that day. My mother is a, a daughter of a of a two parents who had 11 children and there were, you know, like different generations of them and the younger ones and the older ones kind of were separate, but something happened with my mother was part of the older crew. And then there was the younger crew and, uh, something happened between my mom and my younger aunts. And, uh, they, my mother, even while she was raising us up, uh, kept us uh, away from them because away from them a lot because she felt like she didn't want us to uh, be around them because of things that had happened between the two of them and uh there was you know there was times they would get together they would all start fussing and arguing and cussing each other out and fighting and and alcohol was involved, of course, so that would not make things any better, so they didn't really speak or Really on purpose for years, and one d- on that day that my sister during my sister's wedding, my brother invited my aunt. I think my sister invited her too. And uh, and it's one of you know, I love all my aunts, but you know, <laughs> you've got those that you're a little closer to. And this particular aunt always blessed me so much back in the day with beautiful clothes and everything. She And even now, she gives me beautiful clothing. But anyway, she came, and she was apprehensive about coming because she knew there was some tension between her and my mother. And she told my brother, I don't know if I would be welcome, something like that. And my brother said, no, no, Mama's not like that anymore. And and if you can't come, I'll leave too. And so she came. And she was sitting in the far back where we had a table set up for my brother and his family as a large family. So we wanted to make sure they were sitting, sitting all together. And my mom was up at the front of the church Uh, greeting and laughing with people and my dad was up there and and all of us, my two sisters from North Carolina and it was like they saw each other and my mother was so surprised to see my aunt and my aunt not knowing how my mother was going to receive her and it was like they walked towards each other in the center aisle of the church and then they embraced each other and hugged, and laughed, and had a great time, and my aunt shared that with my mother, how she didn't know if she would still be mad at her, or, or vice versa, and you know, they talk to each other now, since this has been over a year now, almost every day, my aunt goes to the church, now we've been doing it via Zoom, but, and my mother said, I have a new best friend. I've always wanted a best friend, and then for it to be my sister. Oh man. And my aunt says the same thing about her. My mother grows plants. I mean, any plant that she gets a hold of, it just it just flourishes. I mean, any every plant, and she's got tons of them in her house. So she always wanted a uh, I think it was a fig a figly or fig tree or something like that she bought one and she named it after her sister um my my aunt's friend calls her queen so my mother named the tree queen i thought that was so beautiful and to see them laughing and talking, and, and my aunt calls my mother, sister pastor. <laughs> You're my pastor and my sister, she says. It is so beautiful to see, but that's how God will do it. You might think, they're not going to receive me. I, I've done harm, or whatever the case may be, or they've done harm to me. It's time to handle and settle the past. Let it go, and if it means going to that person and hugging them or letting them know, I've forgiven you, please forgive me, or I'm sorry, whatever you need to do, this is time, to, it's your day to do that because if it's on your heart, it's God showing you that. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you. Show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, you can check us out on any of the other podcast outlets. Um, And please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and understand more about God's agape love.